calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I can't believe it. Alaphon Orison Jr. goes down. This is the first career KO for the Asimar Aggressor. If the team doesn't get him up quick, this could break bad for Team Gold Dragon. True to his role as a frontline tank, the Halo has kept his head above the clouds with lofty aspirations to solo boss kills and overambitious aggro Will this KO bring him down to earth? Holy stromboli, Penny's redder than a marinara. This meatball better watch his- I'm going to stop you there, Dirk. Did I go too far with the meatball? Yes, Dirk, you lost me at meatballs. In general, it's safe to say meatballs is always the stopping point. Unless you're a certain sizable sword-swinging sports commentator from previous seasons, you'll want to stay away from the food. The shtick has been played out. But you do these tasty-themed sentences so good. I want to be like you, string words together like a popcorn necklace. Was that supposed to be one? No. Look, Dirk, not to take a blast from my personal sousaphone, but I'm the smart one. It's my thing. I might not have your lowest common denominator edge or get the big laughs, but the audience can expect a certain standard of discourse. What does that make me? The dumb one? The perennial goofster everyone's expecting to fail? Do you actually want me to answer that? No. I guess I just always saw myself as a Stormclad type. All bravado and breakfast sandwiches. Dumb but lovable, you know? Dirk, you are dumb but lovable. Thanks, Rust. That means a lot. But you're no Stormclad Thundertop. Look, Dirk, I'm the straight man, and you're the funny man. I'm touched you would share your sexual orientation with me live on Spry. But I don't think funny is a bedroom thing. Unless you ask my last girlfriend. She couldn't stop laughing when I... No, Dirk. A straight man is there to be a little stiff reserved. He's supposed to set up the jokes, and the funny man, that's you, is supposed to drop the punchline. To get the laugh. Like when I tried to pull your pants down during a broadcast and forgot that belts were a thing. No, Dirk. Not like that at all. Look, we'll talk about this later. With Hal in the weeds, the Darkwood Treant looks to collect a shiny new penny. Will the fawn fell her foe or succumb to the sap of sorrow? Let's find out. That one was kind of weak. Well, they can all be winners. (laughs) 
Desperation lifts and swells through the room as our remaining adventurers go toe-to-toe with a massive tree. The great barky beast has tried to claw and bash all of you to pieces and has so far managed to make Hal succumb to its wicked woodsy ways. We are going to pick back up with Iovos. Iovos looks to where Gaspar is perched advantageously atop the statue. And holding out one of his old hands with long fingers, he pulls towards the cold winter domain of the withering acre. Permafrost collects on the tips of his robes and kills the nearby grass and moss. And he pulls from that place a dagger of pure ice. But then, like a blacksmith, he strikes it with his quill staff, and it ignites into flame as he awakens a spell secret, turning it into fire damage. (laughs) and passing it to Gaspar like a sacred object, he says, Strike the root of all evil. Gaspar takes the blade in hand, kicks off of the side of the wall in this corner over here, and midair launches the dagger towards the roots. Oh boy. Your boy is hoping for it. And bless. And bless. I didn't bring the crit for you, I'm sorry. Oh, no dick suck. (laughs) (laughs) that is a 24 to hit a 24 will be a sure strike against the tree the tree also needs to make a dexterity saving throw that is not a 24 it is in fact a 13 well the dc is 14 because we used glory nice that works out great so do you want to roll weapon damage i'll roll cold damage yep penny also give me a dexterity saving throw against the erupting effect Penny has advantage due to her innate magic resistance. The first roll was a seven, and the second roll was a seven, making a total of 12. Yeah, you guys are Sam Frost over there. Oh, no, I didn't mean to hit Pan. Well, I blame Gaspar. He threw it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll take the blame. Hal is fortunately fine because he's lying face down in a puddle of water. Like we all do from time to time. So you rolled a d10? Yeah. Cool. What'd you get? With sneak attack, 24 points of damage. Plus 13 fire damage. Ooh, so 37 all around. With the dagger thrown toward the tree as it sinks into the upper boughs of it and erupts into a spray of cinders, bits of coal ignite along the outside of this branched monstrosity as it rears back. The black ichor that pours out of it increases in both volume and aroma. For all intents and purposes, this creature is bloodied. Now, I'm not sure if that's a thing you normally use in these here challenges, but you know what? I'm going to say it. Understood. And I'm going to move up just five feet to actually get a little closer to Hal in case I need to heal his crumpled trash canned body. Fantastic. All right. With that masterful flourish, Penny, that brings it to your turn. The rage pouring off of Halifon Orison as he fell overwhelms you. And you, as if inspired by yourself, you gain a single use of smite to be used at any point in this combat. Mm. Penny takes damage from your combination attack, but somehow you think it's not your magic that has caused all of the flowers draped across her and her armor to catch flame as she leaps into this tree creature. This creature. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming and driving Zillos into it. (laughs) Fuck these dice. 
I'm blessed. My higher roll, getting advantage from the fairy fire, was a four. Ooh. Making for a total of nine to hit. Jesus. That's a bummer. What's this thing's thacko? <laughs> oh. It's not the tree's dense outside, nor hardwood below. It's not a lack of skill on your end. It's apathy and stillness that atrophy your limbs to a point where they forget how to do the things you know they know how to do. Falling short, your blade does not even graze the side of the tree. Anything else, Penny? As Penny weakly swings and batters at this tree, she starts to droop again. A single tear running down her ashy cheeks. And with her bonus action, she casts Healing Word on Halifon Orison. Does anyone have some new dice they want to sell me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hal, go ahead and take four hit points with a minimum heal. Okay. You know, it's four more than I had. Hal, as you stand, you retain a single injury from being brought to zero. Oh, yeah. Balls. All right. With that small amount of healing magic cast toward your ally, enough to see him breathe regularly again. Gaspar, that brings it to you. And at the beginning of your turn, since you caused harm to the tree, you share in its deep well of suffering. Now, I would say your eyes fill with tears, but we both know that's not really possible so your throat starts to gurgle with sadness you can either choose to be blind until the end of your next turn or take damage from this thing's suffering i believe i can only choose to be blind the aura of the tree robs you of your sense of sight oh no (laughs) once again i have lost my sight Whatever will I do? (laughs) His blind eye winks at the camera. (laughs) Perched atop this statue, Gaspar looks at his team and kind of faces Penny as he takes a book from his side and flips the pages. As each page flips, it turns into a different part of a crossbow. And he says, Penny, today we do not choose flight. We choose fight. Points the crossbow over at the tree and aims at the heart of it. Come on, give your boy a crit. This is quite the interesting day. A 16 to hit. A 16 barely finds home in the trunk of the great tree. Ooh, I don't like how close this is, but I actually love it. (laughs) I don't like it, I love it. That is 10 points of damage. And this is a magic crossbow, right? This is a magic crossbow. I assume so, because it just came out of a book, but... (laughs) Yes, (laughs) this is magic. Anything out of a book is magic. Ah, take a look. It's in a book. (laughs) It's reading crossbow. (laughs) Reading crossbow. (laughs) With the bolt sunk deep into the trunk of the tree, there is another spray of acidic sap from the inside that spurts above the heads of your allies, but does not harm any of them. Hal, welcome back to the land of the living. Hal is currently on the ground. This tree is practically standing over him. 
his eyes are going to snap open hearing Penny's healing word, and he is going to surge to his feet in a burst of radiant light, simultaneously casting Shield of Faith on himself and driving my halberd directly upwards into this thing and, and like, hopefully through the top of it. You'll love to see it. Let's make those attack rolls. Do we still have fairy fire? Yes. All right. We do. I don't need to reckless attack, and I'm not gonna. I have been rolling concentration checks. All right. Get wrecked. 19. 19's a hit. All right. Um, I'm not raging anymore, so I've lost that damage bonus. So this is just plus three. Eight. Yeah, this seems like a good time to smite it. I will use my other spell slot to smite. Fantastic. And add 2d8. It's not a forward challenge if you come out with spell slots or healing potions left. Or rages left, yeah. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, let's just use it all up. Is this thing undead or fiendish? It's a tree. All right. <laughs> it's a tree of darkness, sadness, and apathy. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. Have been I fi- a fiend. I figured. I figured I would check. So, all right, two d eight. Ooh, that's a one on that one. Seven more points of radiant damage. All right. Will you make me a dexterity saving throw, Al? I will. Bless. I am still blessed. Actually, that's true. Yeah, me losing consciousness doesn't eat that. That's a one on one die, but fortunately, with danger sense, I get to keep the 11 instead. 16. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it sears away hairs upon your head and steals from you but a single brow above the eye. But you are able to make it out unharmed. That's good, because I'm pretty sure that would have re-zeroed me. I'll get another chance. That is going to bring it. To our tree friend here. As this dark and furious treant raises its branches high to claw at you, this is going to be two strikes against Penny and one against Hal. What am I, chopped liver? Miss, 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 miss. <laughs> oh, Penny. You're very lucky. <laughs> that is going to be a 13 and a 14 versus your AC. Yeah. <laughs> Hal, you are not so lucky. That is a 27 against your AC. <laughs> uh, you oh, no! know, this is straight up karma for all the other times. Shield of faith helps. It doesn't help that much. <laughs> no. no. That is going to be plenty. F- 15 it- <laughs> piercing damage and 6 acid damage to or bludgeoning and acid, excuse uh, me. Yeah. As the tree sweeps a branch exceedingly low to try to take the legs out of our dear fawn here. But with a nimble jump, you leap over it, only to watch it collide entirely with Hal and bring him back to the cold and unforgiving stone below. Yeah, I'm at negative 17. (laughs) (laughs) Boink? Yeah. In those editions where negative hit points exist. Right, in, the, in, in those editions where negative hit points exist, I would be at negative 17, but I am now at two levels of wounds. Iovos, it's your turn. Uh, Iovos is trying to be brave in the face of this horrible, crushing tree monster. 
even ready to take a blow himself and relieved despite everything that it didn't happen. But he's going to see Penny in this furious state, fighting tooth and nail with both the tree and her past. And uh, he's going to just reach out, being technically adjacent to both of them, and place a comforting Iovosian hand on her shoulder. (laughs) And he fills Penny with the healing energy of his mother and says, She knows a cure for every ill handed down from mother's past. Dearest Penny, make it last. And he's going to cast a second level cure wounds. Bango. Not bad. 15 healing. Nice. The incantations of your mother's magic found a penny and picked her up. <laughs> now you're getting the feel for it. <laughs> Penny's anger does not dissipate, but it goes from hot to cold. She was thinking before of her past, of her father. As she looks around to Hal, to Iavos, to Gaspar, she's thinking only of her friends. And she rushes in, screaming one last time to fell this foul creature. Let's see it. Is a 21 better? You are blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. 21 is looking great so far, but just for consistency's sake, you're blessed too. I mean, 25 is better by a degree. 25 (laughs) is remarkably better than 21, but you're successful either way. Penny, roll two additional d6 as Zelos finds home in its favored enemy and activates Shadowfell Bane. Because after all, there is no greater enemy to the Fae than the darkness. Penny smiles wickedly, her tongue reaching her sharp canines as she also casts Smite. Mm. You are the anti-Lorax. <laughs> you scream for the trees. <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> scream for the trees. <laughs> what level spell are you using for Smite? I only have first level spells. Okay. All right, so add an extra 2d8. Okay, so an extra 2d8 and then an extra 2d6. 2d6. Plus, okay. Uh, That is 24 points. Your sword raised up, blade striking against tree like lightning in a storm. You carve through part of it and leave a path of withering pale behind, turning parts of its bark to ash as you carve through the base of this thing, cracking another jagged and hateful mouth into it. It is nearly cast asunder, the tree almost in two parts, yawning and stretching as great dark splinters birth from it. When you strike the tree, make me a dexterity saving throw. 22. The juice is loose, but Penny finds a way to vamoose. (laughs) How dare you? Fantastic. Anything else, Penny? Penny continues burning as she stands in place, glory wafting off of her. I'm taking another attack. (laughs) (sighs) Hal slumped against a rock, water kind of pouring across his body, barely conscious and dying, smirks, a wicked smirk, as he knows his gambit is paying off. 
Give a feeble thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. There you go. Penny farthing, silly girl. Didn't know she was a plural. Mama said those unaligned are far too fragile for our kind. Oh, 14. As much as I'd like to give it to you, 14's not gonna hit. Eesh. The desperation that comes from you, the need for destruction that comes from you, seems to feed the tree as it invigorates it, your blade drawing close and with a painful lesson learned, a root pops up and knocks your wrist out of place. Gaspar, that brings it to you. Gaspar is going to discreetly shoot his crossbow. I said not make it obvious that he is interfering in this duel between Penny and her past. He writes in anonymously. <laughs> it's a Douglas fear. Douglas fear. So we are at 23 to hit. 23 is going to hit. Will you roll me some damage? That is 15 points of damage. A shot aimed, but not at the tree. You see where the blade is poised slightly far from the tree itself, and you know that it makes a broader and larger arrow than your small bolt. Instead of shooting the bark of the tree, you skip your bolt across the pommel of the blade that Penny holds. (laughs) The root may have knocked her wrist away, but the bolt presses it back into place with lethal accuracy. Cutting through the bark of the tree, you see lichen and moss and discoloration, pale and hungry march across the bark as the tree slides back and crashes into the waterfall behind it, bringing the stones to a clattering halt and closing the mouth of corruption around this tree itself which has fallen destroyed in all my weeks announcing for this sport I have only seen something like that a baker's dozen times Dirk, that has never happened before. Uh, yes it has. This happens all the time. First of all, Penny, the first plural adventurer in the League, just borrowed her fallen ally's divine smite. Then upon failure to deliver the killing blow, her blind, headless comrade, another first, used a crossbow bolt to knock a failing attack into her enemy. Oh. What were you talking about? I was talking about Hal doing the fainting foxtrot with the big bad. Remember last week when the Transient Exiles teamed up with Metal and Mana to take down the Glabrezu on Pi R4? Azrael Vilnius and Morgoth the Great spent the entire fight keeping Splish on their feet. That Kenku was up and down more times than my pants when I... Dirk! What? I was doing the funny man thing like you said. Yes, but just because food's off the table doesn't mean you should lean on the carnal element. There has to be more to your humor than the based and crude. Let me hit you with something, Rust. Why? I'm sorry? You should be. Why is it so important to you that everything I do be criticized? I'm not here to make the jokes you want to make or struggle to be the guy you want me to be. Dirk, I... You were right when you said that I was no Stormclad Thundertongue. But more than that, you're no Kip Killigan. I... You want to know why? For one thing, you couldn't fit his lovely blouses over that pony keg you're packing. But the real reason? Kip was nice. Storm might have been a goofball, 
Yeah, he might have messed up the broadcast, but Kip... Kip always had a smile for the big look. What do I get? Some dry, cheeky closer on how much you hate me. So why am I walking on eggshells for a man who won't even crack a smile? So, how was that? What? What do you think? I figure the old rusty trombone squeaks out a tearful sorry and we call it a third act. What? What what? Is that how you really feel? Which? What you said. I had no idea you felt that way. Who? Stop it, Dirk. Stop goofing off. Relax, Rastafarian. If I put that much stock in what you think of me, I'd have bigger problems than a lovable idiot shtick I can't shake. So what? It was all bullshit? Some tearjerker for the fans? You can't just toy with people's emotions. The community looks up to us. They depend on us for news and commentary. Sure, it's cheap thrills, but integrity matters, Dirk. We matter. Whew. Save it for the scry, my guy. Good stuff. Seriously. But maybe watch the language. We got kids listening. Listen to me, Dirk. No, you listen. I know what you are. I don't need some pithy speech to put you in your place, either. You've orchestrated worse than some tugged heartstrings. You want to talk about the Lysias address? Do you still count the dead at night? I didn't think so. Look, you got what you wanted. The buffoon is dead. You wanted big brain Bradley, you got him. You're free. You want to play ball? Get on my team. There's always room for another heartless hypocrite. Marshal! Mr. Resperosa? Give me someone in artifacts. Someone you trust. Is there something specific you're looking for? Just do it. Yes, sir. And Marshal? Yes, sir? Keep this between us. Uh, yes, sir. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. All right, quiet down, you dusty dogs. The acting captain speaking. The captain always did us right. So when he set course to the Sigma Quadrant to hunt old Wooly Cox, we weren't just bound by the Star Whaler's creed. We were bound by loyalty. But now, we be bound by hair. When the captain... On, and who's tangled in this matted coat of this great hairy bastard near a fortnight now? We've none of us had a shower, shave, or shag. Nah, we've had a shag. Except for Talithor and Greg. And we couldn't be happier for the two of you. But for the rest of us, it's been a lonely, stinky, hairy time. That's why, as first mate and acting captain, I made the call. I've raided the captain's private reserve, and that's where I found it. The secret to our sweet release. Seems our beloved captain had a monkey on his back. A smooth, hairless monkey. Take the gun. We're saved. I bless you and bless the captain. Here be a crate of manscaped personal grooming supplies. The lunbar 4.0 will blast your pubes into stardust. This fourth generation trimmer uses cutting-edge ceramic blades with advanced skin-safe technology. And the crop revitalizer and crop revivers will freshen up the fleshy orbital ballet in your trousers. We can finally shave that damn whale and be free. What? No, it's for your balls, son. But I thought... What? That we'd use a personal grooming kit to shave a giant whale. Its fur is thumb-thick and hard as copper. We spent a week going at it with swords and barely made a dent. Get your head out of your ass. Now we be dead men. But at least we'll go out fresh and smooth with Manscaped. Meet the great beyond with confidence. Just go to manscaped.com and be sure to use promo code LUQ for 20% off and free shipping. Oh, Captain, what are you talking about? I've no idea. That's just what he says in the copy. Alright, boys, let's get shaving. Hey, all you cuties. Make yourself more comfortable while I slip into something a little more mineral. It's an exciting time to be an LUQ fan. Season 2 is blazing forward as we all get to know the new cast of characters in the new world together. We just had our first ever live show with the hopes to do more in the future. Next week's episode should be that live show if everything goes according to plan. And of course the Discord keeps growing as new LUQties join the ranks and get to know one another. If you want to join the Discord, visit theluq.com for links. While you're there, check out the cast page for info on the actors, browse the merch store, and most importantly, visit the Patreon. We've got a ton of D&D content like maps, magic items, monsters, and class options that we update all the time as rewards. And at the highest tiers, you can join the Battle Axis and make your own D&D character to become part of the world's meta during the episodes. Or become a legendary patron and get mentioned with your assigned team during the mid-roll. Those teams currently are the Twilight Concord, the Forgotten Legacy, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Titans Rise, with Darsmail and Evelyn. If you have a personal message like a birthday, anniversary wish, or the like you'd like to have read during the mid-roll, contact admin at slapdashstudios.com for information on pricing. 
We recently got some really cool fan-made content in the mail, including a Reginald Award from an unknown sender, some great Mortal Dawn leather coasters from Sean Boyle, and an amazing piece of humorous art from Darth Mail. Thank you all so much for your great gifts. You can check these out on any of our social media pages, and if you'd like to send us some magical trinkets yourself, the address is P.O. Box 230091, Tigard, Oregon, 97281. No homemade food, please. If you like video game content like Pokemon Nuzlocks and more, follow us at twitch.tv forward slash slapdash streams. And this is also where you can catch live premieres of the new episodes of LUQ on Monday night, hosted by our very own Dungeon Mistress Dana, complete with Q&A and fan interactions. And speaking of Q&A, if you do join the Discord, we're collecting questions for the next LUQ&A, so if you have something you just gotta know about the show, that's the place to ask it. Share the show with your friends, it's never too late, go back to check out old past episodes and see what you missed, and chat with cuties on the Discord. Like I said, it's a great time to be a fan, and we're very passionate about making more content in the near future. So a huge thank you, one and all. You're the reason we're here. But enough out of me, let's get you back to the Battle Axis. You gotta feed the family, but you don't want to do no cooking. Don't stress about it, forget about it. Call Cretino Zarkana, extra plain pizzeria, for the crispiest crusts, the reddest sauces, the meltiest cheeses, the thickest cut pepperonis, the freshest herbs and spices, and the fastest delivery. Find out if your plane is in our delivery zone and save 10% using the new Portmates app. These fat pies are big enough for a party of six. Goes great with an order of our spicy Phoenix wings and a two-liter rock Shasta. Not getting enough bread with this huge cheesy dough disc? Add an order of chaotic sticks with three different dipping sauces to scratch your glutinous maximus. Not sure what's for dinner? Forget about it. Order Cretino Zarkana tonight. It's the home of the meat shield. Call Cretina Zarkana. Yummy, yummy. It's a pizza we bring right to your house. That's how it works. The heavy trunk of the tree smashes hard into the rocks and falls below. As they clatter and break, you can see growing at a quicker pace than you may like from the broken stones. Lichen, pale and hungry, beginning to move throughout the room. I don't think any of us are fit enough to carry Hal out of here. Hal, it is your turn first. Would you like to make me a death save? Sure. I would rather not. <laughs> well, I'll attempt it. I could roll a 20. A bless. I am still blessed. Yeah. I knew that. I did actually roll a 20. Hey! Wow. Plus four on the die, on my blessed die, plus three for my con. So how's a 27 for my death save? Did oh. you roll a maximum on all the dice possible yes. you had there? Yes, I did. <laughs> Hal surges to his feet with one hit point. <laughs> it looks like... Only Hal can carry Hal out of here. Don't worry, Gisper. What the? I can carry my own weight. The lichen crawling around you may be a single pale line of growing fungus, but it leaves behind black and lifeless residue. We either need to fight or flee. Again. Yeah, they are not worth fighting. They are beneath us. <laughs> then let us leave quickly. Agreed. 
We started this story. Let's conclude it. I'm going to slap Hal in the chest with a brotherly cure wounds. (laughs) I know he responds well to like butt and chest pats. Thumbs up. Fair enough. Yeah. Five hit points. Brings me up. Stamping down hard on an errant lichen. Penny looks to our teammates. Where do we go from here? There is a statue in the corner of the room and a southward and eastward facing panel. Either into enchanted territory or a big piss the warden. I think east. East it is. Gaspar is going to do a cartwheel off of this statue and midair grab the hands of this thing and shift its weight over to the eastern tile. And I assume at least one of you is stepping on the deepening pad. Ideally, at the same time. I'll take point. I'll bring up the re. You guys go first. As you travel from one pod to another, a familiar room opens in front of you. It looks much like the one you were in just before the chamber with the tree. The cup, the star, the wand, and the blade on display in this room as well. The statue, the caryatid, again holds the blade and the wand. And the panel that you just left from is decorated with a star and cup on either of its flanks. There are two more in this room, another headed east and one headed south. The rumbling in this room is more pronounced than others you have been in. As Hal follows behind the party, he's actually going to try and leave a bit of space between him and them so that it's Lycan and then Hal and then a buffer and then the party. And I'm going to activate my Scourge Osimar ability to just blast the moss with radiant fire anytime it gets too close to me to try and slow it down so that it can't get to them. Before you step onto the pad in the next room, you flare with divine fury as fire follows in your wake. You burn away at some of the moss and the lichen, but the smoke it creates dances faces and claws in the air. I'm going to go ahead and step on the pad and get the fuck out of this room. A wise choice. When you move into the next room, there are three pads. One the bloody way you came, and two new directions, south and east. Again, more rumbling in this room than you've heard before. Which direction is the rumbling more pronounced? The south. Would you like to make me a perception check to see if you can pick up more? Guidance. It was a natural one. It's coming from the south, but it's moving ever closer toward you. Soon this room will be a vibrating mess. East it is. <laughs> a vibrating mess. I must admit I'm at a bit of a loss. I would have assumed that last chamber was the final portion of this dungeon. And now we're simply stuck in this strange loop of rooms. Should we head towards the middle? I think we should leave. I agree. I'm just trying to figure out if the exit is in the center or to the far side. Moss begins to grow from the panel that brought you in here. The same lichen leaving its dark patches that was in the room you just fled. Well, we can head to the center, but we are not going south. Whatever is rumbling is chasing us. East it is, then. Let's go. Statue, east. 
Entering a room much like a room you've been in before grapevines grow through the midst of it, held aloft by trellises. Standing and glaring in the corner of the room is another one of the Briar Wardens. Gaspar is going to take his crossbow, load it, stab the bolt into one of the grapes, and hide and fire it at this thing's eye. Talk about grape shot. Right. (laughs) Make me a stealth check. We are looking at a 21. The beast, already a tad on the myopic side, has no clue where you've gone. That is a 32 to hit. <laughs> what? You're fucking kidding If me. we're still blessed. Yeah. It's been like less want. than a minute. It's only been like, there's like a three round fight, really. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 32 hits. Would you like to give me some damage? Where was this last, <laughs> last combat? <laughs> That's 19 points of damage. Plus grape. Yeah. <laughs> the deadliest of the flavors. <laughs> <laughs> My only weakness. Purple! Winter is coming. (laughs) (laughs) That was a stretch, but a very good one. (laughs) You see an opening and you downright cork it as you fire forward with your bolt and smash the thing in the eye. The grape at the end may not have been entirely necessary because there is a large haft of wood sticking out of the thing's only eye. It could not see the bolt coming because of the grape. <laughs> it was ab- obscuring the bolt <laughs> yeah. from its vision. It you can't see grape. It doesn't have depth perception. It's like, why is this grape getting so big? <laughs> you, say, you say it can't see grape? <laughs> it can't see grape. <laughs> why is this grape getting so big? <laughs> it's an end of the day tired laugh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I told you he, he was the he was the Zach track. You're right. You're or the last the last right. track. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh God. Hal, that brings it to your turn. Okay. There is a statue in the far north of this room. There is a pad west of the way you came, south and east. Which way, everyone? King South. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hal's going to start moving that direction because with my uh, wound level, my speed is halved and it's going to take me a little while to crawl through this great bush. Mm. Are you to double move there? Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. BT dubs any foreshadowing rumbling? Yes. Still from the south. You arrive at the panel, but the statue has yet to be moved, so you stand upon solid ground. That's fine. Somebody else can do it. Hal's just, Hal's real slow right now because of the. Injury. He's limping. Penny raises her finger to her lips, looking at all of you, points to the panel, and starts heading towards the statue. That will bring it to Iavos. I'm just going to try to distract this warden. I mean, obviously he's blind, which is a pretty good distraction as far as distractions go, but I want to tie him up. And by tie him up, I mean light him on fire. Um, <laughs> Same thing. So I'm going to move half speed, like fucking tits deep in this bramble. <laughs> Tits deep in this great bush. And uh, I'm just going to open up my sister's bottle of elemental mystery right in his face. And a huge gout, a, a dragon-like cone of fire erupts from it as I cast Caustic Brew 
from his head to his feet. Uh, by the way, Law, it's only in Pokemon that fire traps people and wraps them up. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Does an 11 pass your spell save, DC? It didn't. <laughs> I don't think so. On 2d4, I deal it 8 fire damage. Nice. The D4s are very kind. And lot. that keeps happening for a minute every turn. Good God. So yes, I do trap it in fire, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> As flames ring about it from your mysterious open bottle, they hang onto it like vines of their own. And then I just push towards the blue stone. Excellent. That is going to bring it to the Briar Warden's turn. Since it is blind in a flame, it wildly swings its arms around. Will everyone roll me a 20-sided die? Whoever rolls highest this time is going to be struck, just to keep you on your fucking feet. <laughs> All right. Yes. How rolls a 20? Can't beat that. That's appropriate. <laughs> Don't want to. Yeah, right. Wait, wait, wait. I'm blessed. That's not a... How rolls a 22? <laughs> That's not a thing. I got a nice, safe eight. Middle, perfect. That's right where I want to be in this kind of thing. 14. I rolled a natural 20 as well, and so I was going to use the Bless as a tiebreaker. Uh, <laughs> well, I rolled the 420. I think I think that's a perfectly reasonable way to settle a tie, and also because you made a 420 joke, it's going to attack you anyway. <laughs> Fair. Please, miss. Does a 13 hit your AC? It does not. Oh! The Briar Warden, were it able to see, would know it were lashing out toward your head. But since you done a half one, not happens, you wee bastard. <laughs> I stumped him. <laughs> Head <A lot> of- <laughs> games. <laughs> a lot of puns this week. Penny. Penny finishes her walk over to the statue and turns it towards the south. Upon moving the arms of the statue, two of your allies vanish onto the pad. The two that vanished, Hal and Iavos, appear in a room that seems to be wider and more spacious than the rest. Perhaps that's because in this room you know you have four ways to travel instead of two or three. Other than that, it looks like the rest of them. Afterwards, Penny moves to rejoin her team. Moving quickly, you vanish from the room and reappear in the next. Gaspar, it's your turn. Hey, look at that. You go to the next room. As I make my way to the tile, I'm going to outstretch my hands to have my wingsuit be pronounced and try and scoop as many of these grapes as possible. Y'all don't know how much gravity wine is. But in the streets, in the black market, okay, I, you know. I'll tell you what. Make me your choice of sleight of hand or survival check with that. I know which one I'm going to take. Sleight of survival, 25. Roll 4d6 for me. 15. You are able to take 20 grapes with you as you leave. It's a whole grape of grapes. That's a lot of grapes, considering how big they are. That's like two whole uh, grape catapult attacks. That's yeah. a lot of grapes. So I appear on the next tile just cradling two swaths. I don't know what to even call it. Gaspar groped a grip of grapes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ten grapes each hand. 
10 grape in it. <laughs> this, this wingsuit came in handy. You'll live that one. Hal, that brings it to your turn. There is grinding from the south. There is grinding from the west. There is no grinding from the east. And north is just where you fucking came from. Uh, east, east is beast, I think. Agreed. The party heads east. Through the eastern passage, you find a similar room, and know it is but a short hop south to return where you came from. You, being the heroes that you are, find your way south through the last of the rooms and wind up back where you started, where one of the panels begins to glow a noble and proud yellow. Penelope, leading her team, stops for a moment. I've come to a realization, just so you all know. It doesn't matter who I was, who I've ever been. All that matters is who I am now. And who I want to be is your teammate and your friend. Put a vape in. I put up a hand. She high-fives you. I use healing hands when she touches me. (laughs) (laughs) You get four hit points back. Thank you. And she begins to lead all of you to the glowing panel. As you step onto the glowing yellow panel, you are greeted by the roar of the crowd, chanting over and over again, Dragon! 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 Team Gold Dragon has undone Undeadless's underpants. Now we await the judge's ruling. Will the novice nougat be draped in the heroic chocolate of victory, or will it get all gooey like it does when you leave it out too long? Well, I don't know novices from nougat, but with stellar combat performances and only one player sporting a KO, there's a high likelihood that the dragon will take home the gold. Meanwhile, Team Grey Knight, better known as Silver Song, waits in the wings for their time to shine. I'm sorry, Dirk. I can't do this. No, Russ, it's fine. No, it's not fine, Dirk. I've been around for a long time. I've seen things that are impossible to shake. Face down demons both real and figurative. And it's hard. Somewhere on the way, I got it into my head that the only way to be better is to do better. To work your fingers to the bone. Bend and twist yourself into something good. Even if it hurts. And I've been holding you to that expectation. Rusty. I've made you think you have to warp yourself into something you're not. That you'll only be good if you meet some impossible standard. And for that, I'm sorry. Because the truth is, you'll never be good. Rusty? <clears throat> only my friends call me Rusty. That is to say, nobody. <laughs> And with a final score of 4.25, Team Gold Dragon has officially risen to hero rank. Welcome to the big leagues. I cost us points by hitting Penny. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's okay. Technically... 
Gaspar did it. I <laughs> technically put the blame on the rogue. I went I went down twice. I don't think that's going to help. I tried to save it by being like this is kind Let's of Let's focus on the fact that y'all just made it to fucking hero rank. We, did, yes, we haven't we seen we the did. score yet. Yeah, yeah we're, we're scared. What do we oh, got to 3.9? Right. We, we're yeah, full gonna, of doubt. We do have Did you to, just spoil us? We do have to get four points. <laughs> okay. right. We did it! Yay! Okay, we got the score back. It's good. Good news, everyone. You don't have to wait till next Monday to find out. They told, no, they told us a long time ago that if we don't like fail a mission, we basically get a good average. Yeah, it's, yeah. Hard, not to, it's hard to get less than a four unless you fucked up bad. Right. So we know. Nobody died. Nobody, like permanently anyway. You guys also avoided the shittiest rooms in the dungeon, too. Yeah, those of you who can't see the map, there's just, like, fucking meat holes. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's the little, like, like icon in this room that we didn't yeah. go into? Oh, uh, that's something called a lycophosphere. It allows you to turn that room from daylight to night. Into a werewolf. Yeah, we so werewolf. This, <laughs> this whole map is cut up into tiles that were flipped over, and we just flipped them all, all over. Right, and right, we yeah. see the grinders that we avoided. There will probably be photos on Patreon or something, but, yeah, this, this entire map is made out of uh, 16 tiles, each of them uh, five by five. So it's a four by four grid of five by five tiles. It's cool. And That's also the, the bad guy minis, the tree, fucking awesome. Thank yep. you. I think MVP for this one goes to fucking Max Hobbs for Aww. running a fantastic dungeon. Thanks, that guys. seems fair. I hope you like it. Max is still capable of speaking, which is not always true after his games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- trust me, I've put my voice through fucking worse. You know how many shitty punk bands I've been in over the years? Come on. <laughs> no, um, name a few so we can look them up on YouTube. Oh, g- nope. <laughs> uh, all you have to, all you have to nope. do is listen to D20 questions that Max starred in where he That's specifically true. mentions one of the bands he was in. Oh, good. That was okay. the least shitty band. I'm proud of that one. Okay. Fucking, I'll, I'll stand Stark Heroes for the rest of my life. I also nominate uh, the uh, walkthrough portal shoot in eye with grape as the <laughs> as the play of the fucking game. That I also feel like the ranged melee attack was a pretty good play Ooh. of the game because not only did you help like Penny without really showing Penny that you did it, like I don't know, just the idea yeah, was of the, the league's first ever ranged melee attack. <laughs> It's like a few years ago in football where uh, I think it was Aaron Rodgers threw a game-winning interception for the other team. Hey, hey, Michael, why sport? <laughs> because this is a sports podcast, Zach. True. If, we're going, true. if we're going into technicalities, I've thorn whipped before, which is a ranged melee attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But it's the first, you know, crossbow bolt to sword ricochet attack. Well, I'll go ahead and roll me. It's a very niche Oh, category. yeah. I get to do the roll. It's a... F- oh, no, that's a two. That's, that's a Angelo. I thought it was a four, and I was like, hey, Dana again? <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this episode of the LUQ. Battle Axis. Season two. You sounded so Battle doubtful Axis. of yourself. What? You sounded very doubtful of yourself. I was like, like where? What podcast am I? What? what podcast is Gaspar from? Uh, fucking show is this again? The League of Ultimate Questing. Where we just quested ultimately in our league and on to the next. <laughs> My name is Michael Loving. I play well, Alpha whoa, and Worst and G. <laughs> he didn't lead us in. <laughs> to be introduced now as heroes for the very first time. Oh, yeah. We have Halifan Orison Jr., hero, barbarian paladin. Played by Michael Loving, not a hero. Gaspar. Or a barbarian or a paladin. Yeah. If we could, if we could uh, pick up the pace, because it's really hot in here, and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We've got Gaspar Alefnat, headless rogue of the Phantom subclass, played by Angelo Kaluig. 
And Dana Ebert coming in with Penelope Farthing, the original primetime D&D fawn. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Dana picked this character before Critical Role did it, and she's really oh, mad about what? it. what? I wasn't <laughs> referencing no, anything. No, who's talking about stuff? No, seriously, though. <laughs> Ashley, if you're listening, I love Fern, and we should do something. Mm, I like that. Uh, my name's Law. I play Iavos Isadora, the witness of the Withering Acre, and I am also the creative director of Slapdash Studios. And I'm Zach Barkus, dungeon boy and technical director for Slapdash Studios. I want to thank Bree Golden for her amazing map. This thing looks so goddamn this good. Is, this it's one is like cool. 11 on the vibrant scale. It's the best one oh, so yeah. far. Uh, I want to thank Sam Hediger, the editor, for doing such an amazing job editing these episodes. I also want to thank our guest fucking DM boy. Oh, I thought you were going to say my name again. Max Hobbs! I am Max Hobbs. I played the fucking hero maker in this. Uh, you can find me at, I'm a co-host on Help Action, and you can find me on Help Action and on the Help Action website at help-action. You can also find me as Dungeon Master Max fucking at most places on the internet. Maxwell Hobbert. Maxwell Hobbert. Also, if you just drag uh, White Russian down the street of Portland, eventually Max will come out of an alley and you will summon him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> do, you, do you want to know something really funny and really fast about my name? Yeah. I looked up what Hobbes meant. It took me a little bit of searching, but I found it. Hobbes has two meanings, and they're both increasingly accurate. First and foremost, Hobbes means son of Robert, which is funny because my dad's name is Robert. And mm. second, Hobbes means village idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also imaginary tiger. Yes. Mm. That's with an E. But yeah, you guys already know. Join our Discord. Watch the Twitch. This week, I've got a quest for you. <gasps> Tell one person about the League of Ultimate Questing. That you haven't told before. That you've no never cheating. told before. And if you can't, then find somebody you've already told the League of Ultimate Questing about, but they haven't listened yet. Remind them three times. <laughs> and turn in a circle. That's quest A or quest B. I don't want to be disappointed. I want to be proud of you. <laughs> so, when you take that quest, I wish you luck. For the record, Aaron Rodgers threw an interception to one of the Seattle Cut Seahawks that. defenders, <laughs> and it was during the league of uh, the NFL officiating strike, so they had guest judges in, and they called it an interception, even though it wasn't, which won the game for the Seahawks, and it was bullshit. We don't know sports. Come on, man. <laughs> 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 <laughs>